Hey everybody, I'm Lauren Hicks, and this is episode 146 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. Hi there, friends. Thank you for joining me today. Today is a great day to draw closer to Jesus. What a blessing it is for you and I to know Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord. Our goal here with the podcast is to inspire you to follow Him with all of your heart. Now, if you're new here, let me invite you to learn more at my website, 5minutediscipleship.com. Today on the podcast, we are talking about being crucified with Christ. I was once asked by a man who had recently placed his faith in Christ, Pastor Lauren, what comes after salvation? Is that all there is to it? Now, he was sincere in his question, but I had to chuckle. Salvation is both the end and the beginning. It settles our record with God. We have been saved and justified by faith. Our sins have been forgiven, but the process of living for Christ has just begun. How many of you listening today believe that God is not finished with you, that God is still working in your life? He is deepening your faith, developing your character, and using your life to make a difference. I know you believe that. The answer to the question of what comes after salvation is a process of discipleship. God's goal is to help us grow and develop in the image and character of Jesus. In other words, God wants us to be like his son, Jesus Christ. Now, there's a key verse in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, that many Christians fail to understand. And if you and I could grasp the truth of this verse, I believe it will set us on the right track. Paul wrote in Galatians 2, 20, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, the context of this passage of scripture uh, is about how believers are made right with God. False teachers had been telling the Galatian churches that faith in Christ was not enough. To be saved, they had to be circumcised, and in a sense, they had to become Jewish. And only then, they said, would a person be in right relationship with God. So Paul writes this letter to the Galatian church to correct this idea by saying that we who are Jews by birth and not sinful Gentiles know that a person is not justified by works of the law but by faith in Jesus Christ. And here's what it means. Being crucified with Christ means that we are no longer under the penalty of the law. The penalty was paid by Christ on our behalf. When Jesus was crucified, it was as if we were crucified with him. The penalty was fully paid just as surely as if we had been crucified for our own sins. When Christ rose from the dead, we rose too. Now the risen Christ empowers you and I to live for him in a way that pleases God. Being crucified with Christ, now we are saved and we're in a right relationship with God. But notice the second part of this verse. Paul says, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. There's another verse that helps us understand this just a couple chapters over. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 24, Paul wrote, Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. You see, what dies in our union with Christ is our old passions, our old sinful Christ-dishonoring desires. And now because of Jesus, you and I have new desires and new passions, and they are to honor God. When Jesus died on the cross, his physical body completely died. No part of him was still alive. In a spiritual sense, we are to die with Christ. We no longer live. Our old sinful man can no longer live. Christ lives in us. And I believe that this is a daily decision for the follower of Jesus. Paul said in Romans chapter 6, Shall we go on sinning that the grace of God may increase? By no means. 
We are those who have died to sin. How can we live any longer in it? We must clearly understand that the Apostle Paul here is talking about a lifestyle of sin, not just a single act or two of failure. He's talking about Christians who go on absolutely unchanged in their lifestyle from what they were before they were Christians. None of us are perfect, and we may stumble, but we get back up with a goal of growing in Christ's likeness and learning from our mistakes. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Paul says, I die daily. He's referring to his sinful nature. He willingly and decidedly puts it to death and chooses to live for Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. And it echoes Jesus's command to those who want to follow him. In Luke 9, 23, Jesus says, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So we get back to the original question, what happens after salvation? Is it the end or the beginning? Well, it is both. We are saved from our sins and brought to new life in Christ. It is then that the process of sanctification begins, this letting go of the old life and taking on the new. Paul was totally sold out to God, and we can be as well. Sin, the flesh, and this world will continually call for our attention and demand that you and I participate. But when we die daily... We consider ourselves unable to respond to those temptations. Here's today's challenge. This new year, through the power of the Holy Spirit, let's die to the world and to the flesh. Let's crucify these desires and temptations, and let's walk in new life in Jesus Christ. He has purchased our freedom. Why don't you and I choose to live in it? Hey, thanks again for joining me for today's episode. Let me ask you a question before we go. Have you subscribed to this podcast? I'm really excited about some of the episodes coming out over the next couple of weeks, and I don't want you to miss them. So I hope you'll subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Have a great day, everybody. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.